0: Everybody get up, it's time to slam now, we got a real jam going down,
1: welcome to the Space Jam, here's your chance,
0: do your dance at the Space Jam, alright. All right. All right. What is up Big Rig Nation, it is February 21st, 2023, the boys are back.
2: Boys, how's- back.
0: how was Valentine's Day?
2: It was full of love.
0: Yeah, uh, Pete, I saw you get on that, get on that Instagram a little bit. Give out something nice. Happy Valentine's Day, Rick. Thanks, Pete. Happy Valentine's Day too. Back in the day, Pete, it was just you and I. We were each other's Valentine's? Well, a little, a little Applebee's date. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Dean, we you celebrated a birthday.
1: I did big big three one on on Saturday, and it was a it was a fun weekend, but man getting too old for this shit I was really feeling it on sunday and <laughs> honestly the hangovers he days they bleed into the the day after yeah. as well so monday yeah. was was a little tough but when does
2: it stop becoming the big the big whatever the big two seven, like, the big three the big three, oh, three oh. four? i mean <laughs> when does it stop becoming big and just becoming know. uh you know 30 so you're not excited about it
1: I, I would say like maybe forty. I I don't the, uh, oh, the, big, the big the big four, big I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's the last one. I don't know.
2: Well, well. Hopefully, this time next year, we're we're still on the podcast, and we can see if Dean says the big three too. Right, if we're still
0: on the yeah. if we're still doing regular pods next year, boys, we
2: might right. just have to quit our full time
0: jobs and be podcasters. Cool. Yeah, potters, potters. Fathers. Yeah, uh, yeah, Isn't
1: boys. It... We... Oh, go ahead, team Now I was say like this is episode thirteen.
0: That's good.
1: I mean, that's you know that's more than I think we thought we were gonna have when we first started. I
0: I don't think we thought we think we'd have thirteen.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, know.
2: I think I think the once we get to to fifty, that's that's when you become a real podcast.
0: do We get like a plaque or something. Does uh yeah, like Spotify send they... us a plaque?
2: <laughs> yeah for taking for taking up their storage
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
0: we've come a long way we've come a long way yeah um uh, speaking of age i went to i went to the gym this is definitely not a brag but uh my i my left elbow is about to fall off i think i i, I pulled a muscle so is it your I elbow
2: or is it your tendons in your elbow i don't know
0: i don't know i mean I'm, I'm definitely injured though i can
2: I can I woke up in
0: the middle of the night and put some ice on. I mean, this is how I mean it's hard. I mean, people talk about going through an eighteen week NFL season. We're 13 weeks into pocket. I mean, it's
2: it's not easy. <laughs> like, are
0: we gonna get a bye?
1: No bye. I mean,
2: we've had a few buys actually. Yeah.
1: We we've taken a few buys.
0: Boys, <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is I'm trying to type today. It's
2: hard. So Rick, are are you hurt or are you injured? i'm definitely injured yeah so, you, so you're out you're on the IL. yeah I'm, I'm one i'm one arm right now all
0: right
2: yeah so well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, play, I'm playing, play playing hurt I'm,
0: I'm playing injured so
2: i don't see a sling so like, my i might I, I, I need one it really hurts
1: <laughs> rick's gonna show up to the next podcast like with a neck brace a sling <laughs>
0: when people talk i mean by at week 13 right they say everyone's injured everyone's playing through yeah. something yep. that's me so <laughs> Well, boys, let's get to it. Um, you know, this is going to be a podcast for our listeners that, you know, there's not anything juicy. There's not anything groundbreaking. But there are three intelligent people that are just going to talk talk shop, and that's what we're going to get to. So um, we're right about a lot of things, I would say, on this podcast. And, and the one thing that we nailed was obviously the NBA All-Star, NBA in general, and the M- NBA All-Star game pretty much just validated everything we said last podcast in terms of the product and this and that. And um, I think everyone thought it would be bad. Uh, but I think Michael Malone said it best as he was a coach of, <clears throat> I forget which team coach, of the nuggets. He said that that was the worst game ever played.
1: I agree. It, it was painful to watch. Like you're, I you're just watch watching. It, so yeah, so I had it on. Because there wasn't just a, there wasn't a whole lot to watch this weekend, so I had it on, and I'm just watching like Joel Embiid like just slowly dribble around guys and and lay lay the ball in, and Jalen Brown doing like the same shit, and it's like then you had guys like Lillard just launching deep threes, and uh, and then the last two minutes of the game, Reggie Miller is like trying to get the the viewers into it. He's like, oh, there only one more stop and a three, and they're back in it. And meanwhile, the teams are like shooting half-court half, threes. They're
0: taking half-court shots. I'm like,
1: I'm like, I'm like what, what the is, fuck, man! And even called? Jay, even Jaylen Brown, after the game, was like, dude, that was that was not fun. Like, it was.
2: I mean, he called um, it a glorified layup line, which yep, just couldn't be more true. And honestly, like, I feel like the NBA just keeps getting smacked in the face with with bad press. I think. The players think that they're running the show, and they got all this good press demanding trades. There, you hear KD saying, "Like, look at all the headlines we got from me and Kyrie demanding a trade. This is great for the NBA, but all it's doing is ruining the brand." Like, and it goes right back into the All Star game. It's it's not about the fans. Just like the regular season, when they sit out and miss games and demand trades and no loyalty, it's not about the fans. It's about it's about the players, and all they care about is themselves. And that game was. A, a little joke. Like, why even play the game? Uh, exactly. I, I've heard a lot of good takes around, like, what they can do to change it. Like, give the winning team a million dollars to split up equally. Do a USA versus the world type of game. They got to do something different because what they're doing now is is just a joke. It's a waste of TV time. I would imagine all the sponsors were were mad about the product that the NBA put out there. I would imagine that the NBA itself and the people that paid to go to that game were not super thrilled to go watch a game like that for the amount of money they probably had to pay. And I just think it's I think it's a bad look for Adam Silver, bad look for the players, bad look for the league.
0: I don't think they care though. I don't really think they care.
2: And that's what you that's what happens when you pay. Hey, they don't care. I'm saying, like, the league doesn't
0: care. I don't know. I don't think the league cares.
2: They're going to care at some point. It's going to catch yeah, up to them. I don't I know. What are you getting? I mean, you hear the bad press going around. Like, yeah, you know, five years down the road, if they're putting the same, and I know it's just the All Star game, but it, it goes back to everything else in the NBA. Guys, load management, demanding trades. There's, again, there's no loyalty. Like, outside yeah. of the Celtics and the Warriors, like, there's been no ground up great team in a long time, you know? And, I'm not against you know these super teams being made, but fulfill your contract, right? Like if you fill out your contract and you play your four years, and you want to leave on free agency, like that's what LeBron did. He left in free agency every time. It's like KD signed a four-year, two hundred million dollar contract. Five months. ago. I, know. I think we traded before the season, and then demanded another trade mid-season. It's like <laughs> sign a one-year deal. These guys should be signing one-year deals if that's what yeah. they want to do.
1: Yeah, I think LeBron had, like, the player options, like, after, like, every year, basically. It's like, yeah, you, you technically get less money that way. But, yeah, you can kind of hold teams hostage, and it sounds a little bit less r- ridiculous requesting trades. But Think of, yeah.
2: Yeah. Think of it from I, the owner's perspective, Rick. Like, let's just say the owner isn't happy with what Kyrie's governors. doing, and he says, you know what, I'm not going to pay you the rest of your contract. We're good. Like, that's who really gets I, screwed in this, is the owners and the fans.
1: Yeah, got to think about those poor billionaire owners, Pete. Pete, I okay. agree.
0: I'm just saying I think we're becoming a little old man yelling at the clouds type.
1: Like, we already <laughs> talked
0: about it. Like, we know.
1: The I think 3-1 yelling yeah, yeah, at the clouds. Yeah, cloud.
0: yeah, yeah. But, Pete, I think what's lost in this, and I did want to bring this up, is that somebody caught a lot of ricochet shots during the All-Star weekend. And that person was Salt Lake City. That they got just not a lot of good PRP. And I know someone that was a you know there for a year or two, uh, Pete. That being you, uh, I think Chuck and Shack were just ripping on Salt Lake, saying boring town, didn't go out, ate a lot of room service. Um, Pete, I'll open the floor to you to
2: you know trying to defend uh, SLC. I mean, there's, there's not really any defending it. I mean, it's, it is not an exciting town. Okay, that works too. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you're looking for exciting, then have the all-star weekend in New York, or L.A., or Miami every year. It's a, that's not what Salt Lake's all about. I mean, it's about okay, okay, the outdoors, the skiing. Confirm boring town. Okay. The food, but if you're looking for a party town, like it, it's just not it. I think there's like one semi club there. It's not even a club. It's just. A bar that plays club music. I'm sure they, you know, made some. Is some, it a B-dubs? No, it's not the B-dubs, but um, uh, yeah. I, mean, right, I thought I,
0: you you've been on Salt Lake's defense for quite. I, I've heard it many times. I didn't know if you had.
2: Maybe I've been on Salt, Lake been defense, Salt Lake's defense for being a great place to live for a, a lifestyle, but not for a party town. I've never been on on the Salt Lake party town train. I think What's they were thing?
0: talking more just like a town in general. I mean, they've had the all-star games in like Cleveland and, you know, many the other places. Place.
2: Yeah, a bunch Toronto. of drinking towns. Yeah, drinking okay. towns. I don't think those it's are all yeah. Can confirm, not a drinking town. Not a drinking town. Okay. Uh, you always say they have good fans, though. They they have great fans, but none of their friends drink because they're all of the Imagine, if, they,
0: imagine if those fans drink. They don't though, but not, no, I'm saying like let's play this out, right? They're already nuts. Add alcohol in it.
2: Yeah, they'd be more nuts. I mean, it's the only, it's the only bunch of drunk Mormons. would be crazy. It's the only professional sports team they have. So, like jazz fans are, they're passionate. Yeah,
1: but I agree.
0: Okay. okay, I thought we get a little something else out, there, out of that, but Pete confirmed it's boring. I've I mean, been there many times; it's pretty boring. I
1: mean, while we're on the topic of bad NBA PR, like how many? Like I, I watched just a little bit of the entire weekend, but I felt like I got a lot of pictures of Carl Malone, and it's like that's a a rough look for the NBA to be to have him like pretty much out there front and center, like representing Utah. I know mean, yeah. all the entire weekend.
2: It's like, John I know, Stockton I know, been, I know,
1: like eliminated from the world with his, exactly like, takes. So, but it's like, I mean, Carl Malone, it, that's a, uh, it's a rough look for Utah having yeah, John Stockton. And then especially Carl Malone, like Carl Malone, actual bad, actual bad dude, like actual piece of shit. And it's like, man, they were just kind of had to keep rolling him out there like the entire weekend and kind of dancing around the elephant in the room. It's like, that's uh, it's. Yeah. tough for it, utah dean they
2: got statues of those two outside out front of that stadium
1: that doesn't surprise me
2: hey they should have rolled you out hey i know some people that were there i haven't gotten the the feedback yet on what the game vibes were but yeah. they weren't very excited to go put it that way
1: honestly for me i'm obviously the probably the, i'm the biggest nba guy of, of us three i was most excited to watch the rising stars game on friday where it's the first and second year players Because those guys actually, like, are excited to be there. And it's, like, kind of the new young talent in the NBA coming up. And, like, they want to play, like, and get their name out there. And they haven't reached that level of, like, the guys that then play on, you know, on Sunday. But then, I mean, it's cool to see, like, the the superstars there in the crowd kind of, like, supporting them. it's, like, those games actually, you know, were, you know, competitive. But, nah, the the rest of the weekend – I mean, yeah, like Mac McClung when it. Like every year, someone wins the dunk contest. So, like, oh, the dunk contest is, is it back? And it's like, no, it's not.
0: I mean, he's it's not, not. going to be in the NBA.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's no,
2: it's like it's cool. On...
0: Dunk. The Duke can dunk. Dude,
2: I I saw that his salary this year in the G League was only like four thousand dollars, and he made a hundred thousand one in the dunk contest. Yeah, he's made yep. more than his whole life. So, <laughs> yeah. all right,
0: I think that's talking NBA.
2: Well, can we just talk about the Anthony Edwards? Thing, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. pretty much just reiterate what
0: Kobe said. So and he's right.
2: I mean, let's he's yell Pete's some gods and I'm
0: ready. Let's let's do it.
2: So. I mean, it's it's just couldn't be more true. I think it's it's a it's a good sign for the future of the NBA that young people like him are advocating for people to play every game. But yeah, the reality. No, I love what he
0: said. Yeah,
2: they're stars. It's it's brutal, man. It's, it's a stars
0: man. led leak.
2: They've allowed it to be that though.
0: There's like ten guys, maybe eight,
2: that lead the league. Can you imagine Pat Mahomes just said, "I'm going to sit out week 13 just for a rest week"? No. Could you imagine Austin Matthews sit saying, "I'm going to sit out every every third game just to get rest"? Could you imagine Aaron Judge taking? 25, 30 games off just because that's the difference. Here's the, here's the difference, right? MLB players, they get off days, but don't you guys think the narrative when an MLB player gets an off day is that they don't want to take the off day. It's like the manager's decision analytics. Yeah. And in the NBA, it's the player wanted to take the off day. Like, I think that's where the NBA has got to fix the narrative of like the coaches are making, like, I think it started back when Popovich used to do this. And it was Popovich telling his guys, "You need to take a rest so we're ready for the playoffs." And now it's transitioned to KD and Kyrie are just deciding they want to take a day off because they had five games over ten days or something, you know.
0: I was listening to Nick Wright. I like Nick Wright. He's a hot take machine, but he, all he said is NBA is like just a how many rings have you gotten league? Yeah. So they're just doing everything to to get stay healthy for the playoffs. And it, I mean, if it comes at the regular season, they could care
2: less. They just want to get in the playoffs. Then why don't just play a 40 game season then?
1: Play every less, you see The less players money. would take a 40 game season if they got paid, like it was an 82 game season. Yeah. Dude, they ain't
2: going to make half. They're so yeah. selfish. They want to play 65, 70 games and want to get paid for 82. But if yeah. they change the schedule, they don't want yeah. to get paid
1: less. It's just, it's the biggest joke. Yep.
0: Maybe they maybe adam silver should hire us as ambassadors
1: i mean they're they're going to need us during the next uh collective bargaining agreement I'll join, I'll join yeah i'll, I'll sit in
0: this
1: man the owners the owners are not happy when these dudes are sitting out because that means less people in the seats less money coming in their pockets but they're still paying the same for those guys to sit in street clothes and just chill
0: it's really a, a equivalent to business world they just have unlimited PTO. Yeah. yeah.
2: Dude, if you're like a if you're a plumber or an electrician, you can't just be like, "I want tomorrow off," like it just doesn't work like that in any job.
0: I, mean, I agree. I agree.
2: We're just, but you know what? Any, I mean, no, it's we're like we're just young. Guys, we're young. These, these guys think that they're on the pedestal, and it's just unfair for these people that are paying the harder this? money. Do we know? Does it.
0: anyone? Do we know any NBA players? I don't. We should Let's get them know. on. Let's get someone on. Listen, and Anthony Edwards, if you're listening, come come on the pod.
1: <laughs> you tweet at Anthony. He's our new favorite player.
2: They just they just think they're 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 above the rules. Like they just they sign a contract. Yeah, and I, it's one thing if they're hurt. I get that, but like Kyrie sat out his last game before the All Star game with a back and with a back injury. He looked just fine in the All Star game two days later. Like I don't want to hear you know. It's just
0: yeah. Uh, are we good? We good on NBA?
2: I'm, I'm good on NBA for P, the P, rest of P,
0: I feel like P could, <laughs> P, I don't know, Pete. We could probably do a whole hour right now.
1: Pete's angry. This is NBA most fired is up. This is H good, yeah. Since he, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm over it, man. I just, I, I don't get it. There's no other sports like it. And we just, we just empower them to keep doing what they're doing. I just yep. don't get it.
0: Are you? Are so? Are you boycotting the NBA?
2: Yeah, yeah. We could say I'm boycotting okay. it. There we go, Dean. Yeah, uh-huh. that on the record. Yep, oh, big.
0: Big if true. Okay. All right. Um, moving right along. Um, men's basketball. Pretty wide open. Well, not really much to cover here, but
1: I mean, obviously a re-ranking. Pete was right about Purdue.
0: Purdue got mollywhopped by Maryland. Yep. It's crushed. They got crushed. They uh, couldn't beat the press. And I think the book, the book's out. Book has been out, as Dean would say. But um, the picture book is out. The audio version's yeah. out now. This is yeah. this is a pretty easy team to figure out. You know, obviously they beat the doors off Ohio State. I don't know. The wins in Mackey to me. I don't know about you, Dean. They just like
1: Yeah. It it's a no,
0: little Yeah, you you're, you ain't bringing Mackie to the tournament. So
1: it, it's it's like you said, this is Matt Painter's best seller is out right now and uh everyone's buying a copy of it of how how to beat Purdue and
0: what's what's it called, I, Dean? What's his best seller called? <laughs>
1: That's, that's a good question. <laughs> you didn't put me on the spot. I'm not, I'm not sure <laughs> I, how to not beat the press. I I don't know how to lose a uh, final
0: four in ten days or something. Like that. How to,
1: how to yeah. down? Yeah, we're not
0: sad fans. We're not we're not sad. We're realistic fans. We're not
2: because um, I know put we get a
0: lot of feedback on our Purdue our Purdue yeah. segments. Are we really? Um, I'm pissed. like
2: three weeks ago, yeah. you're saying best team in the country.
0: I still think they're really good. I do. And they just I mean they it's. Once the blueprint is out, it's good because you know what you need to fix.
2: But what if you can't fix it? Then
1: what if you not choose gonna... not to fix it?
0: Uh, I don't know. The painting, Guys, they can't fix it. They have athletic
2: away from cards. We're going to blink. It's going to be March Madness. I know. they got to fix it now. I agree. I mean,
0: we'll, we'll, Saturday is the biggest game of the year.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I see. Like Purdue has like a 95% chance of winning the Big Ten but I think they're only one up in the loss column. I think we were like 99
0: like before the Northwestern game.
1: Yeah. And now there's a chance we could lose. Yep. I mean, I, I, they'll, I think they'll win the Big Ten, but yeah, the, the issues are out there, and the issues with press break have been there for years. And We've had better personnel in the past and have still struggled with press break. So I'm not, I'm not expecting fucking Braden Smith and Eaton Morton and – Jenkins to figure out how to break the press if if we haven't gone through it already but
2: so so who enough about Purdue who's the favorite now to win it all since we were I talking about Purdue was the best team in the country a couple months ago Houston I think Kansas I,
1: No I think most of the most of those like models and stuff they have have Houston Houston's been actually I think the favorite most of the year. Yeah. And I mean I I believe it and Houston the city of Houston would go nuts if they if they make the run in the final four, because it is in Houston. It'll be I mean, I would have be surprised
2: for... if like Dean's a Houston fan by the end of all this with his track record. So
1: I mean, you have no idea. I've been a Houston fan since uh whatever year their football team was good. The the Peach Bowl Florida State year. All right, confirmed. Dean has changed alliances. He's now a Houston oh, fan, boy. not a Purdue fan. It's, it's called diversity. I don't know. You got to diversify your portfolio pete yeah i
0: think it just goes back i I call that bandwagon but getting a good draw (laughs) like i said you got to get i mean oh no 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 (laughs) no no no.
1: we can't go down the rabbit hole of media good draw (laughs) Uh, Pete's
0: fired up so i want to i want to open this candle in order if if, purdue i think needs a good draw to get to the final four
2: so so it went from a couple weeks ago me saying you saying they're the best team in the country shouldn't need a, a a good draw if you're the best team in the country now we're confirming that they're not the best team in the country, so now they definitely need a good draw as well. I
0: still thinking. think they're. I still think they're the best team in the country.
2: Yeah, best I think you'd
0: be the best team in the country anymore. and have a few and have a few losses. I mean, we're like
2: twenty and four. Best team in the country doesn't get blown out by Maryland. Uh, I don't know, Pete. I mean, dude, that was like. Hey, if you guys lost a few games by like. Five to ten points, sure. You we guys, have. you guys got beaten up though by Maryland.
0: We did. It was it was it was a beatdown. There's no, but Pete,
1: but beat Ohio
0: State by like almost thirty. Ohio State stinks.
1: Everyone's been beating Ohio State.
0: I know, but it, it could have. You know, that game could have been like, hey, you beat him by five, beat by seven. To be you know it's a statement i think they're gonna i think i think we need that loss Pete. it's a good loss because it humbles us and uh i think you need a little humbling before the tournament dude to be yeah. like okay we are human and we're beatable so i think it, you know it's kind of like a you know like a mid-year review right if you go into the end of your review thinking you do everything great and you get beat up you're gonna be caught off guard but if your boss tells you hey you need to do this this and this you know in june
2: Helps you. Helps you finish out. So tell me this: Are you confirming that Purdue needs a good draw to make a run?
0: I think any team, like look at all, like a lot
2: of teams that, that have played this no Yes or no? Question? I think
0: I think I'd prefer a draw that has less than athletic guards.
2: I mean, of course, you'd prefer a draw, but I'm saying, you're you're right now. You're saying that. If they don't get put in the right bracket, they're not making it to the final. I'm four. not saying that. I'm not saying that. But you I'm just, just saying I th- need a good draw. I didn't say it in the right
0: bracket. I think yeah. I think I think any. It's not just Purdue. I think any team.
2: The draw helps them get. There. It helps, sure. But I, it's a yes or no question. Do they need a good draw to make it to the final four? If you
0: insert any team to what you just said, I would say yes. Does Kansas need a good draw? Does Houston need it? Yes. Okay. Because Pete, we've seen those—you know—the fifteen beats the beat the twos, or you know the—they're not the, the best three,
2: team in the country. Then is what you're saying. I, I think they are. The Best team in the country should need a good draw. But they the best just, team heard- in the
0: country can lose all the time in the tournament.
2: They could, but the best team in the country should be able to beat. They're any not
0: seven game series.
2: You, you should be able to beat anyone on any given day.
1: Purdue can win, can make it to the final four with a less than ideal draw, but I think Rick's point is that he would prefer, of course, the, an easy draw. Yeah, so would everyone. So you're, you're be- trying, you're trying to mousetrap him into saying that Purdue they, can't they, make it without a without yeah, an D, easy he draw. He does this
0: all the time. He's just like a he's like a bad lawyer.
1: <laughs> yeah, i like, like so.
0: I'd, I'd like you, the Jets like, to play the Texans. I'd like the Jets
2: to play the Texans and. The Jaguars and you know
0: Well the first round would you greater to get Chiefs to the Super the, Bowl. But the Chiefs like, or the Jags, Pete. Or the Chiefs
2: or the Dolphins. First round. Of course you'd rather have a good draw. I'm just asking. Can they okay, make it without, without a good draw? That was the question. I
0: still think that, yeah, yes. I still I still think they can win. I still think let me say this. I still think they can be any team in
2: the country. Okay. That was it was a simple yes or no question. But you're, you're the one who that took that it is. down the rabbit
0: hole. As long as none of these regional first round, second round games are are not in football
2: stadiums, because I don't think we can be any team in a football stadium. Yeah, this, the excuses are coming out already, Dean. I've always, I've always Dean, I've always said that we need a good well, draw. We can't play in a football stadium. They can't be from their of their college. Like what else? <laughs> that I, I've always said once. I've,
1: we can't see, win in a football stadium. See, for me. And when it comes down to Purdue's draw, I'm mainly going to look at who's the number two in their region because you have, like, I think teams like UCLA. Like, UCLA is, would be the team that I would re- prefer not to see in Purdue's region because I think they're one of the four best teams in the country. And if they're on the two-line in Purdue's region, I'm like, okay, that's not ideal. I'd rather have, like, Baylor, hell, e- even Arizona, I'd rather have there, or, or Texas – it's like if those teams are in there, then I'm like, okay, then I like that draw for Purdue. Whereas, you know, if it's like a team like UCLA, I'm like, okay, it's not ideal, but I still think Purdue can beat UCLA. I'm not saying I don't think they can that's beat them. Exa- that's
0: exactly what I'm saying. I- Another example of a draw is where these uh where the regionals are at, right? One's in Kansas City, one's in Louisville. If Kansas is in Kansas City, uh, that's a huge draw yeah. for them.
2: It- it's huge, yeah. Now if we're in if, we're in, if we're Louisville, that Type helps us. What else? What are the other excuses,
0: Dean? These are what is? What is he talking about,
2: <laughs> Dean? What is he? I, you're I'm the best saying, man like, in the things country, that help. It shouldn't matter where you play and who you play. Pete, if a number like two goes into Kansas, Kansas City to play
0: Kansas, that's literally Allen Fieldhouse. They might as well play it at home.
2: You're the best. That's team. a good match.
0: draw. If Kansas has to play. That's a good on point. The yeah. East,
2: You guys just played in Maryland and got the break speed off you. So yeah, if you guys play in Kansas city four hours from Kansas, yeah, you'll probably lose. That makes sense.
1: I mean, uh, I feel like we're not arguing in good faith anymore. My thing with Purdue is like, I just, I'll start looking at those teams that are on the two, three and four line. And then that will kind of classify. Where I like think those teams actually stack up will be how I kind of determine if it's a good draw or not. I don't look at any. I I think I don't see any football stadiums unless Las Vegas is being played in a a legion. No, I
0: think it's uh, T-Mobile.
1: But Okay, then, yeah, no football stadium. I don't think that. They used to do it. If they
0: they go to the Final Four.
1: They're screwed.
0: I'm going blindfolded. I'm going blindfolded. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna go blindfolded. Seriously, I'm gonna sit there and just like
2: be happy. Yep. So I got a question: Is Purdue still a lock to be a number one seed?
1: I'd say not a lock because
2: he I has think questions
0: the questions that he just wants us to like. He's like TMZ. Like yeah. he just wants to like get clickbait. Yeah. You're Rick, just a clickbait. You're you, a clickbait asked, guy. you asked the question. Is this so a early. guarantee? Are you gonna guarantee? I'm like, yeah,
2: I don't know. Rick, you do it all the time. You're the king of that. I asked a simple question, are they still a lock to get a one seat? I don't know. Are they if they win out, yeah. Well, no shit if they win out. But with how <laughs> they, your... with how they've been playing, like what's your projection? Like let's have a realistic conversation and not let me be very clear. Okay, I'll be very
0: clear for you. I think Purdue is is if not the best team in the country, very close to the second. I think <laughs> Kansas, the way they're playing right now, is very, very good. I think Purdue. We'll beat Indiana this weekend. I think Purdue will win the Big Ten. And I think that Purdue will be in number one seed. Okay. Hopefully in Columbus. What, was that
2: that hard? Was that TMZ worthy? Me asking? But I didn't guarantee anything. I said I didn't anything. ask you to guarantee. You said, said a lot. No, is a lock guilty.
1: You still think they're,
0: a lock? You DT still DT think they're a lock? is a lock and guarantee the same
2: thing.
1: I mean, pretty much. I said, do you
2: still think they're a lock? Because <laughs> <laughs> a couple weeks ago you said they're the best team in the country, and they were. They were number one. So when they're sitting in the I just, water. And I'm bottom. not hiding. from. Yeah, I just, I don't think rankings
0: right now mean much. I think the
2: seedings, they're starting to seed people,
0: those mean a lot. Because we're number five right now, and we're still projected yeah. to be a number one seed. So yeah. I think this this Indiana game has
1: got
0: a I lot, don't, lot. I don't right
1: think now, Purdue think. will be the number one overall seed just because – one, I I could see Purdue winning their last three games. I'd expect them to beat IU, Wisconsin, and Illinois. Like two of those games are at home, and Wisconsin's not very good. I expect them to win those three games. I don't expect them to win the conference tournament because I don't. I just don't feel like most of these teams care about the conference tournament anymore. Maybe like they used to in the past, especially for a team like Purdue that has larger goals than conference tournament championship. But I look at the teams that are on the two line. Texas, Arizona, UCLA, and Baylor, it's like those. there's two conferences represented there, so those teams have to lose at least one more game. So I think Purdue's got, got some breathing room to lose in their conference tournament and still get a one seed. I think it gets dicey if they lose especially this IU game. They lose that, then I think it starts getting dicey.
2: Yeah, if we lose IU game it's me, it's up, so.
1: But I <laughs> expect them to win their last three games and Wrap up a one seed.
2: I'm glad you said what you said, Rick. Though that that's rankings don't matter right now because you know a few weeks ago when you guys were number one, they, they
0: matter. When they start seeding, they don't matter. As, that's what I said.
2: Well, hey, until like it's like, I said, it's like when bowl said, season said, since the start of this thing. Like we'll see you in tournament time. Like that's it's it's like when season, ESPN agree, starts ranking
0: college football. The the AP rankings don't really mean as much.
2: It's whoever's
0: in the college football playoff. Yeah. I agree, but before that, rankings do matter, and it's a pride thing, dude. We love being we love being number one. I was proud of that. I still am proud of that.
2: Well, hopefully, you guys can get back there before the close of the season.
1: I mean, at this point, I think we've all set our eyes on like the real goal. At this point, like we had like the number one C or the number one ranking for a few weeks. We had a good time, and now it's time to yeah. lock in on. We went to the we'll number go-go. one
0: party yeah you know we we, we kind of stayed our welcome we left but the war is not finished and i'll tell you something else what has a lot to do with how far we go is just how they and i he's I, gonna say it's an excuse but it's just how they officiate zach edie oh the, the guy the the, the guy yeah, yeah. cannot he cannot funk like he, they're literally holding him down and it's 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 embarrassing these big 10 refs do like I, I read a tweet they're like no no wonder no big 10 basketball team can get a five star because they just like there's just garbage officiating yeah and and for all teams too it's like you know trace jackson davis like celebrates after every single dunk he like you know he does his, he does his like you know which is cool awesome. i like that and then they teed up i it was like a who did they tee a team like a guy in Iowa or yeah. something
1: oh i i I, I knew G- Gillis got a T, but that wasn't for celebrating. No,
0: it was like someone doing literally whatever. So it's like he—he, d- he, it's the Purdue rule. You can't hold down the elbow, and yeah. he gets every single time. Pete, no, I
2: know. No, I'm writing this down. So we need a good draw. We need not football it, stadium. Anybody with a brain
0: knows that Zach is being and he's gonna be national player of yeah. the I'm if writing this
2: down. Hold on, I'm writing this down.
1: So we write need, it all
0: down, Pete. It's being recorded. You don't need to write it down. If, if there's one
1: a, thing. That you write down that you write at the top, it's that the officiating is gonna be big for Purdue because if if teams are allowed to like kind of beat up Edie a little bit, then that take that starts and they work, know starts eat. eating away at Purdue's strength.
0: Okay. It, yeah, so
1: He's a huge part. And in at
0: some point I don't want Edie getting a tech, but Painter's gotta get a tech.
1: I would love him if he would get a 10. What's every he once doing? He,
0: he, he says, after like, you know, he's, he always has really good pressures, but Matt, get like throw a clipboard, do something, break a clipboard over your knee in front, right. in front of Courtney Green. Like, what? what's like so? How come Tom Izzo can get these refs to manipulate the refs? Like, what are we doing?
2: So, ju- just to confirm, Rick, good draw, no football stadiums, not within. Four hours of their home stadium and good refereeing. I'm mainly just worried about K- i
0: mainly just worried about Kansas City.
2: All right, so those four things, those four things line up. Purdue's got a good yeah. shot at all. Okay, yeah, very great And if they lose, I just, I'm I'll be interested to see which of those four reasons were the reason <laughs> they didn't pan out. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll add some more. We have to have less than like 15 turnovers. And we have to shoot above 70% free throws.
2: Okay, all right, so Please. six things that need to happen for Purdue if we do make- all
0: that, Pete. We're gonna. We're, well, we're not going to win the national championship because it's in a football stadium. Okay. But we'll get to a Final Four.
2: Yeah, not Final Four. Let's clap our hands for being top four. Set your sights higher, Rick.
1: Nope. N- my sets my sights one. are higher.
0: They're, f-
2: they're at the, the Final
1: Four. That would be the first Final Four in school history. Like nah, 79. It would still hurt to lose after we get there. But, as someone whose main thing no, on we, yeah. has has been he always loses in like the second weekend, I would that that I would be a I'd be quiet on that for for a little while until next season. And then the goal would be natty
2: Rick, can you can you do me a favor and just tweet all of the things that need to go right for Purdue for them to make to the final four on our Twitter just so we have it have it uh written down? The four well. legs I, on I the stool. I have my notepad here, but I want the viewers to be able to reference it.
0: Um, I mean, Pete, it's on the record.
2: I don't know. I mean,
0: I don't know how much more on the record it needs to be.
2: Okay, fine. Don't tweet it then.
1: Okay. That's a dangerous precedent, Pete, considering all the things that all of us say on this podcast <laughs> that ex- that expire quickly.
0: I'm I'm very hopeful. I'm excited about this team. I still love this team. I love this I'm rooting so for lot. you think... guys. This team is great.
1: Clearly. <laughs> I'm just trying, just, <laughs> Yo, I'm trying yeah, to get down. I'm rooting to...
0: for you. I just wrote down. Yeah, what are you talking
2: about, Pete? I'm trying to get down to the root cause of of the potential. Team. This guy, dude. Hey, I, I'm just mm. trying to understand where your guys' heads are at, and it I, like I can't believe they can say with a straight face. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: just trying to guarantee, make sure you guarantee stuff, so I can make funny later. Pete, I know, I know exactly
2: what you're doing. I words in my mouth, Rick. I didn't that's, that's
0: literally what you're doing. You're Paracry, I just want to make sure you lock. You have to okay. say they're locked, so I can just make
2: funny and write down <laughs> stuff just to make said, sure. Do you still think keeping think receipts? They're they're a lock. That's all. That's all I said. And you've taken. P- a they, that how, how about let me turn
0: this? If they if they go to Final Four. What do you what do you you got you got to come out? I,
2: I go to the final four with you? Uh no, Dean. What I I'm a, I got to think of something. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, I don't we'll actually to I don't want it. Though. I definitely don't want you. I think they can get to the final four. So why would I make that bet? I was just trying to understand your Purdue perspective since you guys are the experts with Purdue.
1: He's going to wait until the draw comes out and then he'll make his bet.
2: No, no after one no ever gets asked feedback about the draw. The final four. I'm, I'm asking you. So if you yeah. want to ask me, I'll tell you my opinion.
0: I, no, I don't want your opinion.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'll, keep <laughs> it in my, I'll keep it in my pocket.
1: Oh man. Right, oh I boy. We, okay. I think we've beaten the hell out of Purdue for, for non-Purdue listeners. I just
0: want to be very clear and talk. Since I love Purdue, I've never been more excited about a team. I don't think there's to mean a team that I think can. I still think they can if they can figure out how to win a game in a football stadium, then I think we can. That's my that's my biggest thing on that list, Pete. That's bigger than the draw. That's bigger than the free throws. That's bigger than the turnovers. That's bigger than the location of the regionals. If we can win a football game, if we want if we can win a basketball game, in a football stadium, then we'll win. Uh, I'm start practicing at Ross 8. Put a court out there.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm pumped. I'm excited for you guys. I'm rooting for you. Maybe we just need a roof open,
0: Dean. Well, do you think? Do you think they'll open NRG?
1: No, no, they won't. It'll probably be hot as hell in Houston by that point. End of March, beginning of April, you wouldn't want it open.
0: Okay. All right. Produce,
1: produce problems just football stadiums in general. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All so, sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm on the record, that... dude. Purdue's going to the Final Four. On the record, write it down, Rick.
0: Great. Hi, right, Pete. Pete, Pete, Pete. He just couldn't. He just had all to right. say it. I didn't ask,
2: but thank you for letting yeah, us. Yeah, I'll just say it. I, 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 right. I, think I think they could they can make a run.
1: Is that Let's our golf. first tweet? I'm putting Pete's, my Pete's picking Purdue the Final Four. I'm you putting might my... have to fire
2: up the the, the, the account. I got yeah. a lot of Purdue gear, dude. I'm gonna be wearing it all March, baby. <laughs> I hope they win.
0: Man, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I wish it was freaking. Tomorrow was started. I
1: mean, it's just—it's
0: crazy. It's. I don't even care about off. the conference championship. I just oh, want him yeah. to. I just want, oh, to, yeah. I just want to. I just want to hear that music. Dean, can you put that music in here? Can yeah. you can you throw yeah, that I in right it. here? Yeah. Yep. Welcome uh, friends. This is Jim Mance. Welcome, yeah. you.
1: welcome, friends.
0: to the 2023. Oh. Okay. I'm rattled. I'm fired up, man. I can run through a wall. Matt's gonna have the boys ready. He's gonna beat the press.
1: That's what we say every year.
0: Real quick, is Fletcher lawyer good, Dean? I keep I don't yes. I can't figure
1: out he is good. I, I say yes. Honestly, him and Edie, I consider our two best players. We got a lot of dudes on this team that I'm like, I don't trust them to do anything. Like, I trust Gillis, like, to grab, like, a rebound here and there, and that's it. Uh, Morton maybe hit, like, one three a game. Lawyer is the only one where I'm like, okay, like, I could see this guy actually, you know, hitting multiple shots. He's hitting big shots. It's just, like,
0: his production's gone down. So, yeah. All right, moving right along. That was a good segment, boys. Uh, baseball. Baseball is about to be in full swing, boys.
1: After I was talking shit about players getting hurt last week and Astros are getting hurt. Jordan's got left hand soreness. Hmm. McCullers, his arm's already hurting. Hmm. Uh, the means, World Series hangover. me tweets. I
0: hate to see it. Yeah, you really yep. do. I tell you what, though, who's not heard is Jeremy Pena. Did you see a picture of him?
1: Yeah, he's because he's juicing.
0: He looks big. He looks like he's about ready to mash.
2: Dude. Gee, did you see him? I did. He looks he looks strong. But we'll see when uh, the, the steroid test comes back, if he's uh, suspended for half the season or not. Yeah, it's kind of like,
0: hey, they haven't had a GM. You know, they're like, well. Oh. Some, no subs- some, some things kind of slip by. as the, the substitute's in town. No. But, um, yeah, boys.
1: It, if the Astros were cheating, it wouldn't surprise you, though. Right, Pete?
2: I don't think it would surprise I mean, anybody. I mean, anyone that's watched baseball the last five years, it wouldn't be surprised if the Astros were cheating.
0: People kind of forget they won it last year.
2: I don't forget. Yeah. You probably forget because your team didn't make the playoffs, kind of, you know, closed You I mean, shop. I was, you in, closed, I was, you closed I was invested in
0: another team. I was more worried about another team.
2: Well. Pick your team wisely this year.
0: Yeah. I will definitely do that. Yeah. I will definitely.
1: <laughs> Got to learn from his mistake last year.
0: I will definitely do that. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. It'll be good. Anything else? I'm ready. The, anything else I mean, in the major leagues besides our teams? That...
1: No, I mean, people are still complaining about Cohen, and I guess Cohen now with spring training, like he was – answering a whole bunch of questions basically telling people it's like hey i'm, I'm competitive like i want to win i'm going to spend money it's like if you don't like it then you know get over it i was like i like i like that
2: i'm really that's gonna be a fun team to watch this year it's the mets
0: yeah yep yeah, that's gonna be fun that's, that's going i see the division
2: to the Padres, yeah that's I think the, i think the marlins are gonna have a decent year too right but like just thinking about the braves and the phillies and the mets like and that's gonna mets. be a shootout yeah yeah
0: all right boys well for not... that. let's see some uh should we do some picks
1: what before that i wanted to talk about xfl
0: oh that's right dude. sorry about- xfl
1: how could we forget Oh my God. This is
0: going to turn into a long podcast. Okay. Here we go. Go no. go
1: for it. Oh, Give no. us a state we, of the union. We don't talk that much. Honestly, I loved what I saw in the XFL this weekend. Like they have like these, these new rules about like, instead of onside kicks, you have like a fourth and 15 that you can choose That's to cool. try to convert. And like the uh, St. Louis, they were down. I think it was like 15 to 13 or 15 to three with less than two minutes left. And uh, they scored a touchdown. And then you can go for either like one, two, or three, three points after. So they went, and then I think it was like fifteen to twelve, and uh, they like to go for it on this fourth and fifteen, and they get it. And then it's like, you know, a minute later, they they win the game. It's like they were just down twelve with a minute and a half to go, and they they win, and they only <laughs> they didn't have to like burn all their timeouts. They used one timeout like to get it done, and it's just like this is insane. Because, like in the NFL, like you're up two scores with less than two minutes left, you're just like, "All right, we just recover the onside kick, and we go home." But now it's like this—you know, fourth and fifteen. Obviously, it's very tough to convert. But I just found it crazy that the first weekend they had, it, it's like we saw some kind of, some crazy finishes. And then my one, my loss of the weekend was on my boy Josh Gordon and the Seattle Sea Dragons. He did catch a touchdown that's yeah, so yeah love to see that but then their quarterback fumbled inside the five with like 30 seconds left they're going in to win and, and cover i'm like this is why you can't trust uh these fucking nfl cast-offs and bums that didn't make it in the nfl it's like because you just got to remind yourself they're just not very good but uh overall it seemed like a real positive response for the xfl this past weekend um uh, The fans in DC for the Seattle DC game were insane. Like they had like a beer snake going and it got taken away and then they were throwing like lemons on the field or some shit. It was it's like it was looked like anarchy there. All this for a fucking XFL game. It was it was wild. But it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of keep the momentum up because when they did the round two of XFL right for the pandemic, it seemed that they were doing pretty well and then of course the pandemic kind of pulled the rug out from them. but i don't know it, it was an entertaining weekend I admit the skill level is not the nfl but it was it was fun to watch and I, I i like some of the kind of the exciting endings that we got from the xfl yeah
0: there you have it who was uh, aj mccarron he was crying
1: yeah oh my gosh that was <laughs> it's I, like i kind of liked it I mean yeah but like in the, they'll interview players during like the game like after they make a big play they go like get the guy like on the sideline and yeah they got mccarran right after and he's just like it, like how was it to like leave this comeback with, with your kids watching or whatever it was like yeah oh, damn but, love
0: the game yeah i think the only way this thing has legs is if
2: it turns into like the people's football league yeah I think the fans go there and get crazy. How many times have they tried the XFL and the USFL in the last five years? Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's gotta be like a a party.
2: I think the, I think think the gambling aspect of it helps. I think it helps a lot that people can bet on the games. It makes them more interested to watch it, but I still don't know. Jury's still out on if the XFL becomes something
1: or nothing. I'm still on the,
2: I'm still on the nothing train.
1: Yeah, I I I like they have it that the that some of the teams they have are like San Antonio, St. Louis, Orlando, some of these cities that don't have NFL teams. Like San Antonio has been craving professional football. I think they had like twenty four thousand people or something just at this opener, you know, like at the Alamo Dome. and it's like in St. Louis they went they went crazy when they had uh, a team in the XFL two or whatever it's like i think the opportunity is best in those cities where you know they don't have an nfl team right now it's like and they because i feel like every every city wants professional football i mean it's biggest biggest sport in the u.s so it's like you bring it into a city that doesn't have a professional team i think that that's where the best opportunity lies
2: all those cities are just like not all of them but a lot of them are like, they're just huge college football fans. Like, they tried to bring, I, I forget if it was USFL or XFL to Salt Lake and like Utah and BYU sell out every game and they couldn't get, you know, 2,000 fans. Yeah. In the like, I just i think their focus is somewhere else and it's not yeah. a second tier professional football league. They just yeah. would rather put all their energy into college.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying it would work everywhere that doesn't have an NFL team. I'm going to say it's like the best two examples I have. <clears throat> or like san antonio and st louis that clearly have a craving for it i just i I would struggle to see how it will stay kind of popular like in houston dc and stuff like that because it's like they've got real teams and stuff, and they have college teams and for a lot of those so it's like that's where i could see some of the burnout happening but i like if they try to set it up as almost being like a minor league to the NFL to like test out rule changes and honestly just give some of these guys just opportunities to play and get reps that they wouldn't otherwise get. I mean, you think about the guys like AJ McCarron and Ben DiNucci, there is no, you're either starting in the NFL or you're not getting any sort of reps of, or like a, any film once you're out of college, like the Next XFL. The you I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, what, the fourth string quarterback was getting, was getting reps this year. Yeah. It's like, but that, that's a, it's a good opportunity for those guys like to to play and do something similar to like what the NBA has with the G league is maybe tr- try to go that route, see if you can build it that way. It's kind of like a sp- off season lead, get these guys some film opportunity to latch on. I mean, PJ Walker did it in the XFL too. He played well, really well with the Roughnecks and. You know, he's had a couple cups of coffee in the NFL since, so yep. Kind of about opportunity.
2: Have a lot of NFL news next week. Franchise period yep. open today. <clears throat> so Combine. See people get tagged. NFL drafts just start amping up.
1: Yep. Good. Man, I. Uh, I want to get into draft scouting and looking at like that the quarterbacks for the Colts, but it's just it's too far too far off. For me, still.
0: I uh, mean, hey, Jim and Karen.
1: No, <laughs> that was not what I meant.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought he's in minor
1: league. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, not uh-huh. turn over the franchise to him. Okay. All right, boys. Well,
0: should we? Uh, should we do it? Should we do the picks? Let's
1: do it let's do it i mean we had a little there was a little (laughs) bit of controversy around uh the standings well it's
0: i mean the standings are like the standings are majorly skewed but um
2: how's well
0: some of us have picked picks that are counting towards the standings that are as I said in the group, plus three hundred and above, and some of us are just taking coin flip picks, which is fun, right? It's nothing against those people that are doing the coin flip picks, but to those people picking picks up off plus three hundred, giving the losers value, they're counting the same as
2: coin flip picks.
0: So, um, yeah, I mean, if the no, counts, I'm not going to name names. It's fine. But uh,
2: every pick counts counts the same, right? What, yeah,
0: what? I think maybe some people are just maybe going to change what they pick, and um so again.
2: I would I would say take these standings
0: with a grain of salt.
2: Well, what are the standings, Rick? Let's let's yep. see who's given the listeners some winners.
0: Yep. Uh, Pete is 24, 18, and one. Woo. Damn. Cool. Congrats, Congrats, Pete. Hey, again, happy for those people that are I'll be always be happy for um I'll never say a bad word about people winning bets. Um myself, Rick, 19, 26, and one. Um, you know, take what you take what you will from that. Uh, Dean is 2022 20,
1: and two. So close to 500. So close.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, Pete, take it away. All right. I only got two for you guys this week um, Devils, money line versus the Kings, playing at home. This is on Thursday, I believe. Let me double check that for you. It is. Thursday, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern in New Jersey. Devil's money line. Um, King's playing good hockey. Devils have won three of the last four. Give me Devil's Money Line. Not a not a lot to bet on this week. So we're picking here. Um my other one is a Saturday basketball game, college hoops. Probably biggest game of the day, Baylor versus Texas. Um, Texas? Biggest game of the day? From a ranking Two person. top eight teams, yeah. yeah. I mean, not, not for a, a Purdue loyalist, but,
0: yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think
2: anybody with a brain wouldn't say this, but carry on. Anyway, Baylor money line uh, versus Texas. Texas has only won one road game in the month of February. It was versus Kansas State in the first week. They've lost two consecutive road games. They seem to only be able to win on their home court. They do have a game tonight versus Iowa State on the road or at home. Um, but going on the road at Baylor, I think uh, this interstate rivalry, I think Baylor comes fired up. I think Baylor wins that game, Baylor money line. Those are my two picks. Okay. Devils money line Thursday, Baylor money line Saturday.
0: Interesting. Okay. Go ahead, Rick. Very interesting amount of picks that you're going to pick, but I'm going to fire away. I don't know how many picks I'm going to have I'm going to end up with, uh, but I like a lot of the board. Uh, tonight,
1: we have – He's
0: got to go
2: 7-0 and to get back to 500.
0: I've done it before, so – yeah. yeah, I'm not worried. Minus 500, minus 500. Okay, let's go. Um, all right, here we go. Um, some good hoops tonight, boys. Let's not. Uh, some very good hoops tonight. A lot of top 25 matchups. Um, I am going to go back to where I know I can win, and that's at the Little Apple. Uh, Kansas State is playing Baylor tonight. As you said, Pete, Baylor is a point-and-a-half favorite, so I'll take... <clears throat> Kansas State plus one and a half. I'm going to take uh, T- Tennessee's playing Texas A&M. Tennessee coming off an L. I'm going to take Tennessee plus two in College Station. And then finally, IU is playing Michigan State at Michigan State. Um, kind of a weird line. Michigan State's picked by three. I can't figure this one out. Um Obviously, I know it'll be you know an emotional game with the tragedy at, at Michigan State, but um I'm gonna I'm gonna take Michigan State minus three. I'm gonna take a minus three. I was going back and forth with that one. Uh moving on to hockey, Pete. Make sure you get all these down. Um uh, Bruins are as hot as they've ever been. Um they play in Seattle against a good Kraken team. Kraken are 32 and 19. Um Bruins are 43 and 8. League high, 91 points. Um, I think that's going to be pretty much a flip, if I had to guess. Bruins traveling across the country. I don't think they've ever won in Seattle yet, so I'm going to take Bruins' money line. And then moving on to Saturday, I'm going to pick some more college hoops. Obviously, the big one, IU versus Purdue. I think Purdue will probably open as probably like four or five-point favorites, Dean, if I had to guess. Um, Maybe closer to two or three. I don't know. but uh, I'm going to take the points uh, in Purdue minus whatever those points are, and then I think, boys, I think that's it. I think that's it. How many is that, Pete? Like five. Five.
1: Got all written down, Pete.
2: Same notebook I wrote uh qualifications for purdue to win the national title
1: (laughs) sounds good
0: i mean if if purdue wins that's the blueprint
1: all right enough purdue dean yeah no purdue for me i I like rick's pick um but i'm i'm gonna stick with the nba um, rather than trying to guess kind of what these lines are going to be we have The sprint to the finish here in the NBA. So I'm going to pick a couple games on Thursday night. First off, we have the Lakers hosting the Warriors. Lakers are minus four and a half. I'm taking the Lakers because uh, as Charles told uh, Draymond Green on the All-Star broadcast, uh, the Warriors are cooked. You know, I think the, the Warriors, they're already a bad road team. Seven and 22 on the road. I think it's time for the Lakers to start rounding into playoff form and you know actually getting into the playoffs. And four and a half, I, I like their chances to cover four and a half. So I got Lakers minus four and a half against Golden State. That game's on TNT on Thursday. So be sure to tune in, guys, um, or don't. I don't. I don't care. Um, Magic Pistons, two of the of the worst five teams in basketball going head to head. The Pistons are awful. Kay Cunningham's been out the entire year, pretty much. And Jay and Ivey's, you know, Purdue fans will like Jayden. He's had a he's had a solid year, but that team as a whole is is bad. Um, I like what the Magic are kind of building this year. So I'm taking Orlando minus six and a half at home against the Pistons. Um, that game is not on national TV. Um, and then Thank lastly, you. lastly, Celtics Pacers. The Pacers have been one of the worst, if not the worst team in basketball for the last month and a half. And the Celtics are, I think, still best record in the league. I think, I think they're one game up over, over the nuggets. Um, but Boston's minus eight and a half. So I'm I was kind of torn on this one. Cause the Pacers, they like to play. They like to play poorly for stretches then rally. I'm taking Celtics minus eight and a half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. did you see the Jays in the All-Star game?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I hope they don't have to
2: take a day off for playing too hard All right. in the All-Star game.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: he's
1: even if like a, they decide just to can't, take a he just can't time. help himself. Yeah. Well, the I mean, that would actually probably help because uh, the Pacers have been pretty shit against teams that have been resting starters this year. So that would just make me feel a little bit better. But yeah, Boston minus eight and a half. I think the Pacers are we're we're trying to tank for Wembanyama, but uh, got a lot of ground to make up here in this in the last portion of the year. So three picks, Boston minus eight and a half, Orlando minus six and a half, and Lakers minus four and a half. So riding with three favorites.
0: okay. Sounds
1: great. I might also take a Boston money line too. minus four hundred. yeah, feel free to. build 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 some momentum.
0: Chat. Well, boys, that was I uh, I don't know. If that, was, that was a good podcast. A lot of.
1: I think the people that don't care about Purdue, hopefully, they made it through the the, the I don't Purdue think they did. discussion. I don't think they
0: did. <laughs> I don't think they did make it. That's okay. We're not going to get everyone through these pods, but uh, we do. You know, I mean, we. It's just it's relevant news, and you know, yep. Purdue's national story. So. I think I did pre- I, I played hurt all right, right? My elbow's yep. still
2: hurting.
1: <laughs> Hopefully you start feeling better. We need you. Thanks. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that.
2: Yeah. Tease and peace, I mean, dude. Tease we- and peace.
0: Yep. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. All right, boys. Big Rig Nation, that is it for us on this beautiful Tuesday. Uh we hope you all wait great, safe, and healthy week. We are the big rigs. We love you all.
1: Peace.